Casey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Never too early for Christmas music, especially Kelly Clarkson Christmas music. Oh yes, you have a big crush on Kelly Clarkson. Well, I do love that. I do love the tunes. Yeah, yes, it's a indeedy. good song as well. It's a great tune. Uh, yeah, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming <laughs> along with winter, but that's another um, that's yeah. another segment. Hand in hand. Um, so you got the festivities, you got the gifts, uh, you got the dinners, you got the parties. You also got a hit to your bank account. And now polling says Canadians plan to spend about thirteen hundred dollars this year on average. So how does that stack up to your budget? Uh, <laughs> I'm not spending $1,357 or whatever. Yikes. Uh, Marty Weintraub. It from, uh, It does add up in an awful hurry. Marty Weintraub is uh, a partner in National Retail Consulting Leader at Deloitte Canada, joining us this morning to talk about spending at Christmas. Marty, how you doing? Good. Good morning, Stacey and Daryl. What, what's that 1347 made up of? Yeah, so essentially when we do our survey, it's a pretty broad bucket because we try to trap as much as we can in that spend period, which basically starts you know, close to Halloween around now and goes through to Boxing Week. So we look at everything from gifts to food spend to alcohol, travel, even non-gift purchases, dining out. So we really try to be pretty broad in how we look at the, uh, the spend. So how does it compare to other years? Well, that's where it gets a little bit cloudy. So this year is about an 11% drop over last year, which is not insignificant. Last year was also a drop, and we've been doing this for five years. And unfortunately, uh, this is the lowest amount of spend we've seen in five years. In fact, it's about 21% lower since the number in 2019, which was about $1,800. Well, would, the, would the same number apply to different members of the same family? I don't know if the survey can drill down that far. It's more to give us a general idea, or, or can you drill down that, that detailed? Yeah, unfortunately we can't. We look at it based on a household perspective because it would be pretty, it's a little bit tricky to try to get down within the household because there's so much variability. So unfortunately it's more at at that sort of household level. So they're spending 14% more in the United States. So they're spending about 16, uh, 16.50. And that's of course American dollars. Um, Why, is there a different climate in Canada as compared to the U.S.? Yeah, so a couple of things. So the U.S., because we do the same study in the U.S., um, the spend in the U.S., uh, their equivalent of 11% is actually, I think it's about 35 to 4.5%. So they're forecasting an increase. In fact, it's uh, the first time in the last five years that the U.S. and Canada numbers went in a kind of different direction. So we are going down again, and the U.S. is you know creeping up a little bit. And it's not too surprising because in the U.S., they just have some ways they can smooth out some of these inflationary costs. Mortgages being the, the biggest one, their amortization periods and all that uh, are better than they are here. So they tend to take a little bit less of a hit than we do in Canada. So this really is a reflection of our economic uh, circumstance in Canada, for sure? I, I believe that to be true. I mean, we asked Keynes, I mean, 67% told us they're concerned about a recession and 33% about paying for holiday gifts. So those are pretty staggering figures. Do you believe those numbers or, or do you think when, when you're polling people sort of inflate them sort of not to be embarrassed with when they're talking to pollsters or, or, or filling <laughs> surveys or? 
Yeah, yeah. I wish we could hook up our respondent to a lie detector when they answered our questions. I'd love, I'd love to try that, but I think I'd get fired pretty fast. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, the save versus do gap, which I think, uh, Stacey, is what you might be hinting at. We, we try to go back and reconcile. What I can say is the way we actually go back is we go back and so obviously we spend most of our time working with retail companies trying to help them, you know, do better, accomplish what they need to get done. And so when we talk to them after the holiday season, they often tell us that, you know, the forecast is direct correct so whether that 11 percent becomes eight or 14 i guess is a little bit less the point it's the trend down that typically is pretty accurate uh so that takes me to some of the retailers especially some of the local retailers do we know where people are likely to spend their money because i would think if they're going to have less money to spend they're going to try to find deals more and so often uh, a place like an amazon or some of the big box stores can 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 offer a better deal just because of volume uh but is there any indication where those dollars might be spent yeah, what I can share for sure is a couple of things. One, uh, you know, about 80% of shoppers are going to be shopping around. I mean, we see that. That's a very typically Canadian thing. This year, that's the highest number we've seen in five years. Wow. And that's no surprise. Interestingly, where the dollars are going to go is shifting a little bit. So we're going to see 13% more of it go to dollar stores, just over 10% more go to mass merchants. Those are typically value-oriented players, warehouse clubs. So we're seeing the dollars are going to shift towards those, you know, what I call value-oriented retailers where the prices are reasonable and there's value for money. Uh, I would say also on the luxury side, that that part of retail might be okay. Where it gets a little tough is what I call the mushy middle. So if, if you're a retail operation, and it doesn't matter whether you're a small uh, mop pod store or you're a big national chain, if you're in the mushy middle, which means you don't stand for anything, you're not luxury, you're not extreme discount, uh, the customer will be confused and probably will skip you. Hmm. Oh, well, I think there's a lot of local retailers going, oh, am I in, oh. in, that, in that mushy middle? And then you've got to find yeah. a way to get the message out that I'm not. I'm, we're not in the mushy right. middle. We've got something. We've got something to say, and we stand for something that's unique. Exactly. It's important. What about charities? If we're, if we're going to cut back on spending, are we going to cut back on, on, on our charitable giving, too? Unfortunately, that's going to be a sort of a negative outcome of this whole situation. In fact, interestingly, during the pandemic when we were doing this, even though we still had you know different kinds of problems happening and there was some government money charitable donations was actually going up i think there was a little bit more can i say empathy on behalf of canadians to really kind of donate i think now this year that's going to go down about 40 percent from last year that's the heftiest drop we've ever seen that's that's going to create yeah it's going to create a lot of challenges for those organizations that depend on this year to make it or break it from a not-for-profit perspective Wow, that could be staggering for for, for so many different charities. Uh, (laughs) Forty percent—that's that—that's amazing. What about uh, things like uh, like Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Do they look to also be decreased in sort of size or volume? Uh, I think it would be proportionate, right? So I think look, Black Friday has become, I'll sort of say it, not less and less of a thing. It's just that that sort of has become almost its own mini season within the holiday season, if you follow my logic, meaning it used to be a day, then it was two days, then it was three days, and some retailers call it Black Friday week. So I think, and that's all about, you know, being aggressively competitive, right? So one company decides to make it Black Friday week, then others tend to follow because they don't want to lose the traffic or the sales opportunity. So it's still going to be important. I mean, it'll feel the same pressure we're talking about here on the total spend, but it will still generate traffic for sure. Thanks for joining us, uh, Marty. Uh, I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Marty Weintraub is from Deloitte, Canada, and he joined us over the phone talking about Christmas spending and uh, a kind of 
was a hit in the gut with that uh, yep. charitable number. Uh, obviously, 40, here up to forty. Now that's that's these are Canada-wide numbers. Mm-hmm. It's based on a survey, and sur- surely there are different parts of the country that are doing better than others. I think in the grand scheme of things, compared to other areas uh, of the country, Alberta is doing okay. So maybe yeah. it won't hit as hard here. We shall see. And how many people? put together a budget? Because I did my global hit and Vinesh and Aaron said that, well, yeah, I don't have a, a so-called budget. I guess I kind of know yeah. what I want to spend and if I'm spending too much, I, I sort of rein it in, go, oh, I just got too much here. Um, but do you actually go out and, and do a budget? I have a very strict budget. Oh, do you? Yeah, so, for like Christmas numbers. shopping. So you actually have numbers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like I have a max number. I have a price for everybody. I mean, if I spend less on somebody, I might move it into a different, like, category, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you have a charitable category? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling yet one or the other, because I don't know that an awful lot of people think no. to budget for something No, like I don't that. budget for that. I mean, if I have cash and I'm walking by yeah. like a mall one, then yeah. I'll do it. But no, I don't have a set number for that. Yeah, I bet you a lot of people don't. Uh, right. that, that could, If you want it to be part of your budget, you need to put it in there. So Buy something for Santa's Anonymous every year. That's about all we, we do. That's Santa's the Anonymous. thing that jumps out at us, for sure. The only thing yeah. we budget for. Yeah, and we'll be keeping an eye on that and see how things are going because their need uh, continues to rise, as so many charities do.